Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. Welcome back to Girls Who Heal, the podcast dedicated to the girlies who are on their healing journey. We're here to empower those who are committed to personal growth and becoming the best versions of themselves. In today's episode, we'll be talking all things therapy, but before we jump into the topic, let's just check in. Okay. How are you feeling? Hot. Tired. <laughs> I want to take a nap. Okay. I'm trying to dive into that world. Yesterday... I just listened to my body. I said, I'm going to cancel my, like, chiropractor appointment. I'm going to reschedule it, rather. And I took a nap, and it was amazing. Mm. So I know, like, I can see why you want to get those off. <laughs> it felt really good. And so, yeah, outside of that, I feel pretty good. I feel like I'm just trying to embrace this uh, next chapter that I'm coming into, like, with – open mind and embracing the the uncomfortable moments and stuff like that but I feel pretty good mm-hmm. a little hungry <laughs> but other than that I'm good too okay. how are you girl I am overwhelmed okay <laughs> I started school this week right and baby I said lord Jesus and it's not even that I have a lot of assignments yet, yeah but it's just like knowing what's coming it's like oh and having to like balance everything, yeah, girl. Like I said, it's giving Whitney with the crack. I just, I just am like, trying, and Bobby, yeah, I'm just trying to like sustain at this point, right? And like, get my mind right, yeah. But we're getting there, yeah. Same, I'm mean, like, yeah, school just started this week for my baby, so haven't uh gotten a groove just yet. We just this is day three, yeah, this is day three, and so trying to just. Let go, because I tend to be, I've only always uh, taken her to school. Like, I've been her personal Uber driver for all these years. <laughs> this is our first year where she, like, doing the bus. And so I'm just like, okay, so look, I'm walking down. She stopped me. She, like, this is how, she gave me a stopping point. Like, I can't walk her all the way to the bus stop. I'm like, damn. <laughs> so I'm having to take all that in. Like, I guess my baby growing up, and I don't really like it. But, okay. so, Yeah. She said it went better. Like today, she did. Uh, I took her to school and then she rode the bus home. Okay. So we. She's we, independent. Yeah, she getting it. All right. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> okay. So next, we are going to try a new segment. So this segment is called Healing Hype. In this segment, we will explore the fascinating world of healing with a twist. Mm-hmm. We'll bring you the latest updates on unconventional, in- innovative, and sometimes unusual practices in the realm of self-care and personal growth. Have you heard about, like, the rise of uh, tech detox retreats? So, I, I, you know, we read a little bit about this. Yeah. And I kind of like it, but let's tell people more about what it is. All right, so these retreats offer a unique opportunity to disconnect from technology and reconnect with yourself. Participants engage in mindfulness practices, outdoor activities, and creative workshops, all while leaving their devices behind. 
These retreats are designed to help combat digital burnout, improve focus, and promote over, overall well-being. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by screens and notifications, a tech detox retreat might just be the digital detox you didn't know you needed. When I was reading on it, I was like, I sometimes will not totally uh, just, like, go without any tech devices, but I go on, like, social media. I call them, like, social media fast. But I'm not opposed to that. Like, get back into, like, how we used to be and, like, get outside and, like, old school conversation, not just texting. Because you could be in the same house somebody and I, look, I found myself doing this shit, like, texting my baby. I don't feel like yelling. Look. Book coming up in it. Like, I wouldn't mind doing that. I think a lot of the kids in today's society could benefit from it. I don't know how well it would, it would go, but I'm definitely open to exploring it and wouldn't mind looking more into it. Okay. You think you could be open to doing it? Yeah, when I first read it, I was like, I ain't giving up. Because it's like one where you like put your phone in a locker box. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't giving up my phone. But then I read, and it's like, they give you like a little Nokia, like a little drug phone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you switch that out to like make calls if it's an emergency yeah. or something like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that's not that bad. Yeah. But um, yes, I feel I feel like I could do it. But also like, even though they have you give you that lockbox, it's to where you can kind of control it. Yeah. So I think I'd be cheating. I ain't You'll be cheating. I You'll have too much anxiety. Look, yeah. who, who texted me? Is that my phone? Uh-huh. And I'm noise? looking through. Trying to see the notifications and stuff. See, I'm not. But I think, I don't think it's nothing wrong with, like, that at all. Like, I don't feel like you have to go on these detox retreats and be like, oh, I'm not going to look at my phone at all. If you do, that's great. But, like, yeah. even if you're just, like, lessening the amount of right, technology right, that right. you're using, I think it's still beneficial. Because yeah. I'm like you. I have those moments yeah. where I have to take a break from social media. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, all right. It's too I'm much. Not gonna, I'm not gonna look at nothing else, <laughs> especially now that we like doing the podcast, yeah. baby. Because baby, them comments, I'll be ready to knock somebody head between washing and dry. So I just, I just have to take my moment and say, yeah. no more social media uh-uh. for today. Okay? That is enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, but I definitely feel like I'll be open to it. I would do it. There'll be a little. Like I mean, it'd be a little anxiety revolving yeah, around it because sure. the unknown. Yeah. My phone would probably still be dry. When I get it. It's possible. Maybe. (laughs) Okay, so let's move into our main topic. Uh This is our mindful moment segment. So let's just talk about therapy and address some of the stigmas and misconceptions around therapy. Whether that be like family views Mm -hmm. or like just misconceptions in the black community. So what things have you heard about therapy? I mean, again, like therapy is for like people who who ain't got them all, they crazy, and stuff like that. But it is so not. Yeah. And it's so many different, what I'm learning, is so many different, um, what you call them, like uh, avenues or, you know, different types of therapy that mm-hmm. could be beneficial. So, like, I would kind of stray away from it because in my head, I kind of felt like I already know what they're going to say. It felt predictable. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it was people I couldn't get personable with. And so, like, I had to go through, like, um, about three different ones that before I became receptive. And it's all, like, in finding that right fit for you. And so, I wouldn't necessarily count it out. But if I was just listening to, like, everything from 
society and what they viewed on it, I probably would still be stuck and not growing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, what do you what do you think about therapy? Okay, so I mean, I think we a lot of black people have the same kind of yeah. experience where like it's talked down upon or it's mm-hmm. like you crazy and mm-hmm. it's, it's be so crazy. You be like they'd be like. Uncle John just a little off. And it's be like, no, bitch, he got mental health issues. Right. Like, he needs to go to therapy. Right. Definitely like, benefit. So I think it's crazy that that is, like, pushed in our community. But it's like, I think a lot of people are healing from this and actually being more receptive to mm-hmm. it. I think, uh, I wouldn't say, so when I first decided to start therapy, mm-hmm. I asked, I got a lot of friends that are in therapy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they are therapists. And so I asked them, I'm like, okay. It, does it make a difference if the therapist is black or white? Because, like, I was curious. And, you want somebody relatable. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I got different perspectives as far as that. I had yeah. one friend, she was like, no, it don't matter. And I had one, she was like, yeah, it can matter because you can feel like you don't necessarily feel understood. Right, right? yeah. Um. And so my first time trying therapy, like, I had a white therapist. Mm-hmm. and How was that? Um, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Okay. Like, I feel like, of course, there were things that she might not necessarily understand. Right. You know, just based on her background. Right, right. Like, I had this one moment where, like, she was, like, trying to get me to figure out what I want to do Mm self-care-wise. And I'm like, I want to clean this house. And she was like, that's not that's not self-care. That's not for you. And I'm like, bitch, yes, it is. Right, like, how you gonna tell me? Yeah, cleaning my house is going to help me to have a clear mind right, so right. that I can function. Right. Like, mm-hmm. So I think that was like a cultural thing. I don't think she necessarily understood. Right. Because like any, any black people, we all pretty much got that same experience where like, okay, your, mom, your mama pick a day of the week and she about to clean that house yeah. in the morning. You know what Turn I'm saying? Turn that music on. Yeah, yeah. On down. And so like <laughs> she didn't necessarily understand that. So there was that. But yeah. other than that, I didn't necessarily have a bad experience with her yeah. as far as her being a white therapist. I think she was pretty cool. Yeah. But I think you have to just be understand like what you want. Like yeah. if that's not if you're not gonna feel comfortable talking to this white lady, don't just, encourage your therapist because yeah. you know you're not gonna be open to yeah. it. Yeah. So like I think you have to just be cautious about that type of yeah. thing. And I think like another thing as far as like picking your therapist, like you just gotta be open to the experience. Yeah. Because. Yeah, that person might not be the right fit, but that don't mean therapy's not for you. Right. It means you got to try to find who's right for you. Yeah, like I'm on that. Well, we just talked the other day. Like I'm, I currently just sought out like a new therapist. And so the whole process of having to get to know or feel comfortable um, with someone else, because I had a therapist previously, but she's kind of moved on. So I had to find someone else. So that whole little process has been uh, I was delaying the process, Nella. Yeah. And so you were saying, that's a little self-sabotage, you know, but I had to just do it. And, oh, she's not too bad, actually. Mm-hmm. I just had to give her a chance. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm I'm working on it. I actually tried to look up the other one that I was talking talk to you about, and I don't think she accepted any more uh, clients okay. at the time. So I'm like, it's, probably it's a sign. Yeah, because <laughs> I told you when you told me that, you kind of had, like, reservations, yeah. but it wasn't, like, anything big. No. Like, I was like, uh, I'm like, think, give me a sign your sign. It's yeah. just the one look. I, I was like, I think you're sabotaging right yeah. now. I think you're trying to keep the therapy I know. Like, and so I had to let you know. But I am excited to get, get going on this journey again. Like, I am. Yeah. How have, have you, like, talked to family about starting therapy? No. I haven't. Told anybody? No. Okay. Is there? I mean, we just don't really... I don't really have uh, a ton of communication with my family in that regard. Mm-hmm. And so, like, 
my personal. It's just so personal. I'm just so used to keeping shit to myself. And so maybe that's some shit that we can dive into in my therapy appointments um, and how I can open up Mm -hmm. because I tend to just keep shit to myself Mm -hmm. and cope in my own way. I isolate. and, And I've learned that that's not healthy. Right. And so I don't like that for me. Okay. Have and you so, told, like, your daughter at all that you're doing therapy? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I haven't because I was still indecisive on, like, if that was going to be the one that I actually went with because that was just what, just recently. So um, I haven't gotten into it, but, I, I mean, I'm open to sharing it with her. Okay. Yeah. And even with, like, my mom or whatever, but mm-hmm. we just haven't had that conversation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I'm open. I feel like when I started therapy, it was like this standoffish reaction. It's like, okay, you know, and it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Right. It's like, sometimes people, again, they think it's for like, if you crazy yeah. or something, it's like, that's not what that is. Right. Like, I'm doing this shit so I can react better in certain exactly. situations. Exactly. Like, so I don't have to be ready to turn your head off your shoulders <laughs> when something is not right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. like, I didn't get the most positive response, but also, like, I'm not worried about that. At the same time, I have to worry about, like, what's going to make me better as a Yeah. Person. And so I can't be worried about what they yeah. think, but, you know, they did everything like you would look crazy. Right. Yeah, what's the new know? terms? Uh, hope you heal. Okay. Here we <laughs> okay. Um, So, um, let's see. You said that your experience wasn't necessarily positive when you was telling your people about it yeah i I can say that i think they my people will be open but i don't know because i I like so too i think like they understand that you've been through some shit yeah and so like they will be happy that you're speaking it like so be better about time they might start clapping (laughs) okay okay (laughs) (laughs) so what is it that like made you seek therapy um just as of late, not just as of late, but um, I would say the heightened awareness that I've had as of late, actually going through this process, like, has brought a lot of shit that I'm like, you need to be taking care of this because you're evolving and you're looking to become a better version of yourself. You really need to stop suppressing and get this shit, you know, you know, talk about it. Get it out. Like I said, I kind of hold shit in. And so it's like, yeah, I vent with friends, but then I kind of need help navigating in a better way. You know what I'm saying? And so it was was more so acknowledging the fact that you have been through some shit. Yeah. And it's okay to not be okay. And so taking that step to become a better version of myself, this is is me doing it. And so... Yeah. I'm trying to show up for myself. I want to trust myself more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Because I told you. I said, <laughs> friend, you need therapy. And, and I it's wasn't. Not even, it's not even be like, you crazy. Right. Like, it's like, you got some heavy shit and I cannot hold it. Right, right, right. I need you to work through that with somebody who right. is specialized in this. Because <laughs> I don't even know how to walk you through right, it. You right, right. You know what I'm saying? I love you. Right. And I, <laughs> and I understood that. Yeah. And so it's like, I know. You know, okay. like I was very accepting of that. And it wasn't like I felt like, damn, you can't hold no space for me. Like, I have to respect that you have a capacity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, and those are things that I've learned that mm-hmm. you can't have those expectations. And it's still with love yeah. when somebody tell you, like, 
this is what I have for you, and mm-hmm. you accept that. Yeah. Because I'm the same way, and I will want them to respect that this is all I can give to you at the moment. Yeah. And so, okay. yeah. So, um, let's see. Um, do you feel like you've had different moments of growth um, and faced any hurdles? With- um, yeah. So, I would say, like, for me, therapy was very important. I probably started therapy maybe like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I think therapy is the reason that I'm able to show up as I am now. Mm-hmm. Like, people wouldn't know. People be thinking I'm outgoing. <laughs> Bitch, I'm not outgoing. <laughs> you I, are. But no, like, I've, you cannot say that because when you first met me, was I outgoing? No. At all? Exactly. I was very shy. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pretty, I wouldn't talk to nobody for real. Like, I kept shit to myself. I wasn't, I was not showing up yeah. as I am now. No, And so, all. like, I think therapy is the reason that I'm able to show up yeah. like I am. Yeah. It helped me to, like, release a lot of that shame, a lot of right. that judgment, yeah. a lot of the things that made me, like, dim my light. Yeah. And so it's that. the reason that I am able to show up mm-hmm. as I am. Like, yeah. And so, yes, therapy has been beautiful for me. Yeah. Okay? Like, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm excited for you, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good for you. Uh... <laughs> I came with you. Okay, but... You know, I feel like you said you've had, like, a few different therapists, but yeah. do you still feel like you've experienced growth? I do feel like I've experienced some growth because I think um, before I was just believing that voice that was, um, that that I allowed to have my light dimmed, mm-hmm. you know, by, um, I would just accept it. And now, in learning a lot of the stuff that, you know, that I've been exposed to and, um that would yield, like, you know, more knowledge. I applied it, and I challenged that voice now. Like, whereas where I was just so, like, yeah, you're right. Like, I I suck. Like, what? <laughs> like, I had so much negative self-talk. It was ridiculous. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, in real life, I really don't. Why the fuck would you believe it? <laughs> you know, yeah. but I um, I challenged that more. And, like, I, I can see, like, this person evolving. Like, I was telling you, I had, like, this – vivid dream where it was like um symbolic or like I was shedding like a layer of myself like and coming into my new self I'm so excited to see her like I'm excited for y'all to see her (laughs) you know so so I'm just excited about that um but I know there are things that I have to do to you know really showcase her you know what I'm saying so it's work that I'm I'm willing and committed to doing and no, it's not going to be comfortable at all because mm-hmm. healing is hard. Yeah. <laughs> and but I, like I said, I'm I'm doing it not only just for myself, but I want to model this behavior to my child. Like I want her to mm-hmm. be confident. I don't want her to question herself. Like, and I don't really think I had someone who was like I don't want to say gassing me up or feeding me those things that I needed to believe something other than what I was telling myself negatively. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm excited about it. Um, I'm pour, pouring more positively into myself. So. You go, girl. You're so silly. Because seriously, like, I think a lot of times you think, parents think that just because you might tell your kid positive things that they're going to be all of that and have mm-hmm. confidence. It's like, no, they're going to do what they see yeah. you doing. Yeah. And they're going to absorb that. <laughs> right. And that's going to be their energy yeah. that they carry. I've seen shit. I was like, ah, ah. Don't do what I do. <laughs> do something different. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to be like, all right, you can't, you can't be mad because mm-hmm. this is what you've been doing, so you got to change it. So 
Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that you have noticed any, since like starting therapy, have you noticed any changes in like the relationships, how you deal with triggers, any of that stuff? Um, I don't feel like I've been super tested in that capacity just yet, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean a little bit. I've just gotten like a little taste. I won't say I've been like thrown out there like that. Um, but let me let me try to think of something. Because um, if I was to like comment on that, I feel like therapy has helped me like not get offended when I feel like people are not showing up in the way that I want them to show mm-hmm. up. Or when I feel like people aren't receiving me the way I want them to receive yeah. me. And so, like, I don't be offended by that. I'm yeah. like, that's your shit. That's not my shit. Yeah. And so, like, that's one big thing that I've yeah. learned from therapy. Yeah. Um, My triggers. <laughs> baby, still a work in progress. It's still a work in progress, but, baby, I am so much better than I used yeah. to be. Yeah. Me should be ready to take a bitch head off, okay? <laughs> I, I've noticed, like, I am the type of person, I might cry, but I got anger more than anything. Yeah. And so, like, for me, it's been helping me to deal with that to where, like, not snapping at people. Yeah. Well, I'm like, good. oh, bless your heart. Because <laughs> it can go loud. Yeah. But yeah. I ain't going to let it go loud. Yeah. Because I used to like to, I told you, I, like sh- I like to shake up the room. I don't really <laughs> give no fuck. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. I think I've been, been more vocal. Yes, you, know? you have. You have. <laughs> so that's, that's a, a change that I've been seeing where I would normally, like I've been saying, like my process of time has been super slow. Now yeah. I'm like, being in the moment, not overly calculated with everything, but still mindful, but yeah. still getting my point across. You know what I'm saying? Because it's important for me to, I feel lighter because I'll be holding it and I'll be like ready to, like a shook up soda bottle, like ready to pop. And I'm like, nah, I can't let them get me there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's consequences to popping off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I, and I, I got shit to lose. So I'm like, I ain't finna let nobody get Get me there, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or get me out of character. So I've noticed that about you. You've started, yeah. you've started to speak up a little, you know, a little bit. Sometimes you still retract, <laughs> and I'll be like, "No, say what you need Stand to say." Yeah, like, give me your time. Say what you gotta say, bitch. Like, stop being scared for what? And so, like, I'll be having to tell you, like, you don't have to be scared to speak your mind. I get even it. if it makes somebody upset, right? And like, I, that's what you need to do for yourself, right? And I understand that, but it's just like. It's a new thing, so I understand. be patient with me. I can't. That's all. Uh, <laughs> you better. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to push you. I ain't going to lie to That's you. That's okay. okay. So I will push, but be patient, too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> say what you got to say, bitch. All right. Um, okay, so is there anything that you feel like you've learned through therapy that was like an aha moment, like it really hit you? Mm. The thing is, I don't have like it on the tip of my tongue right now or in the or the forefront of my, my mind. Um but um shit, our conversation be therapeutic to me sometimes. <laughs> it don't even be the actual therapy sessions. Shit. I have aha moments with just conversations or just with 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 my peers. So um um Girl, you better tell them that therapy program I'm in working, okay? I am ready. I'm a scholar, period. Okay? Like she, I'm a scholar. Only day one. She's already a pro. <laughs> I would say, like, for me, I haven't necessarily had this aha moment from my therapist, but I think, yeah. like, 
just working through my own shit. Like, mm-hmm. even just talking about, like, my sexual trauma. It's right. like, just speaking that shit out loud yeah. and releasing it. Yeah. Oh, my God. You be like, I oh. Like, I was like, oh. Right. I'm free. Man. Yeah. I'm free. Like, yeah. that was so powerful. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I, it made me feel so much better. Yeah. Like, I said this shit out loud. I agree. Hey, this is this exactly what I was going to say. It's like, oh, did I say it out loud? Oh. And now you do feel this weight just come up off you. Mm-hmm. But with that, for me, there was a little anxiety associated with the how it would be received, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because when I did talk about, like, my sexual trauma, it it wasn't necessarily, I guess, the what I received was not what I felt like I needed at that time, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so it kind of made me... Retract. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I definitely retracted. It was like, well, that wasn't what I was expecting mm-hmm. from some people that I felt would have given me a little more nurturing or you know what I'm saying so but have but, you talked to like your therapist about this we 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 working on it you um, haven't so throughout all of your therapists that you tried uh, you haven't said anything yeah okay yeah yeah did you feel supported in I definitely felt supported okay. in it I just really miss her she okay. was amazing um but she definitely highlighted some things and gave me a little homework mm-hmm. and 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 it was really helpful and changing my perception around that trauma that yeah. I experienced. And so it's still a lot of work to do. You know, mm-hmm. I have had highs and lows with it. I mean, I think that's normal, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um so for so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Where are> you. <laughs> um you so at? I was I just want to kind of touch on like what advice you might offer somebody for if, like, therapy is not meeting their expectations? I would say, you know, never be afraid to explore other therapists mm-hmm. that you may have a better um, rapport with or, or, or connection with. And, you know, go and go and prepare. Like, there were some things that I felt like I needed to do. Like, write some questions that you want to, things that you know that you're looking for. Challenge them, you know, and ask them if those are things that they feel that they can offer you and create this space for you where you feel like you can grow. Yeah. And I think it's too um, important to have a, a therapist who can acknowledge like, well, I don't really see you having the growth that you initially came in, you know, um, and it may be uh, smart to explore other ones. Maybe they give you referrals to someone who may be a better fit for you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, don't be afraid to explore that. Yeah. And, um, you know, Yeah. I think, like, my biggest thing I would tell somebody is, like, just because one therapist does not work, that does not mean therapy is not for you. Right. It means, like, try some different people and mm-hmm. see what works best for you. Um, I would say, also, if you feel like your therapist is not necessarily giving you what you need, like, maybe just have some open communication that yeah. might help you yeah. or help them create some better interventions or tools mm-hmm. and techniques that they can use that right. can help you walk through your issues better. Also, like, be open to it. Because some of y'all be going in there, yeah. they can't tell me nothing. Yeah. Of course they're not going to be able to tell you yeah. nothing because you're not open. You're and I've been the person before with, like, some of my first therapists that I've sought out. But it into it just wasn't a – the connection wasn't there yeah. for me. So that's why I was, like, shut off. Like, man, you ain't finna tell me nothing, man. Yeah. I, I already know what you're finna say. You, you textbooking me. You know what I'm saying? You not really being personable. But definitely be open, open to it. I do want to, like, just touch on, like, different 
methods of therapy, just mm-hmm. in the fa- in like the way of like telehealth versus in person. Yeah, you know, um, over the phone type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had experience besides in office? I have. Okay, my appointment re- uh, was uh, a telehealth uh, visit, and it was cool, but. Uh-huh. I told her, like, uh, in person is one of my things, so moving forward. She was like, well, that's cool with me. So we were on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm i just more of an in-person person. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm, like, out of state and I need a, a visit and, and you know, we can't do that, I'm open to the telehealth, uh, yeah. you know, something like that. But I think it's cool now that you can have access to a therapist in that way if you can't make it there to yeah. them or even if – I don't know if some do after hours, but, you know, they have families, too, so they're not always accessible. Yeah. They may have after-hour lines you can reach, but I like more in person. That's more of my thing. Yeah, and I'm the opposite. You um, like telehealth? Yes, because, baby, if it was in person, Nisha not going to be there, okay? Nisha not showing <laughs> up. I got some shit to do. Oh, Lord. Okay, but if it's telehealth, I know I can go in this room for an hour and then come out and be with my baby. I'm not. Yeah. Nisha not going to make it to the office. I feel you. I ain't going to make it. But I do. I enjoy telehealth. Um, but with the video, I tried a phone call once, y'all. Oh, my God. It was like, she was on the phone, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I said, bitch, I ain't never booking with you again. It ain't never going to happen. You ain't even like, listening. Yeah, she in the background. She probably right, doing so much. Day, she probably... I said, bitch, I know you motherfucking not. <laughs> this I is said, my time. Yeah, I said, never again. And she was a black therapist. I said, uh-huh. all right, I'm sticking with that white lady. All right. You done fucked up today. Okay. Okay, let's move on. My bad. <laughs> but what would you say, like, has therapy helped you heal? Is it helping you heal? Like, do you feel that? Do you feel like you're moving towards that healing? For sure. Okay. For sure. I mean, and it's ongoing. So even after feeling like, oh, I achieved my initial goal, like there's still work to, you know, continuously be done. Mm-hmm. So that in that I'm giving myself grace and knowing like, you know what? You're going to be a continuous work in progress. Don't put all that pressure on yourself to show up in this perfect way because that, that doesn't exist. And so I used to just put so much fucking pressure on myself. I'm trying to ease that up. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely feel like it's been helpful and it's helping. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited to continue to evolve, you know, on this journey. So. All right. I love yeah. you, girl. <laughs> All right. So I feel like, yes, I've already told you. There, baby, I'm an advocate for the therapy, okay? For sure. All right? Because, baby, this have Nisha ready. This is And, well, we, definitely, and we definitely up, need more black, you know, uh, you know, therapists of color, period. Yeah, yeah. So and people can have that person yeah. they feel like they can relate to. And so, so, y'all know, I'm going to school to become a therapist, you know. <laughs> so, in a few years, you'll be able to book with your girl, you know. <laughs> I can walk you through some things. We'll mm-hmm. keep it real. All right. But yeah, like I said, therapy has been helpful for me and mm-hmm. how I'm able to show up. It's been helpful in releasing trauma. It's been helpful in helping me to not knock people's head between the washing and dryer. Mm-hmm. And that's the message of the day. And if Period. you have been to therapy, leave us a comment. <laughs> right. Tell us your experience. Yes. We'd love to hear it. We really would. All right, ma'am. You never know who it can help, you know, who can relate to it and then it can help. All right, ma'am. So... Now it's time for our advice segment. Um, let me get to the letter. <laughs> Dear girls who heal, lately I've been facing challenges in setting and maintaining boundaries with my best friend. While I value our friendship, I've noticed that sometimes my friend crosses the line and invades my personal space, both emotionally and physically. 
This has been making me uncomfortable and affecting our dynamic. I'm worried about hurting my friend's feelings or causing tension between us. I don't want us I don't want to come across as distant or uncaring, but I also need to protect my own well-being. How can I communicate my boundaries clearly without damaging our friendship? I don't want her to be mad at me. Thanks, Asia. Hmm. I mean, I mean, should we kind of talked about this like um, I mean, just have that open dialogue. Yeah. It if this your friend, she's gonna be your friend. She might be mad at you, but y'all get over it. Y'all be able to y'all should be able to have um uncomfortable conversations in a healthy way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where y'all should be able to hear each other out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like she not gonna she probably don't sugarcoat shit when it's shit fucking with her in regards to you. So Asia like just Use your, Nisha tells me this all the time, use your throat chakra, open it up and all of that. You know, don't be afraid to do it. Like, it's out of love. And yeah. these are things that are going to allow your needs to be met. And that's, it's not just one, it's not one-sided. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be just you trying to appease her, you know, and do what makes her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Get her uncomfortable sometimes. She'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Especially she's your real friend, so. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. I can agree. Uh, communicate, <laughs> even though it's uncomfortable. I think even when we had our little tiff, baby, like, like we, I had to take a day or two. She was too bad. I was like, ready to knock her head between watching Drive America. I'm not gonna uh, lie to you. I'm not gonna should, lie to you. This is my story. She survived. Okay, but I still was going to knock your head between watching Drive, and it's the truth. But I think if you're able to. Be friends, like it's like, or is this your friend and you trust her and y'all got mm-hmm. a loving relationship? Sometimes you gotta take a little minute before you speak because you might speak mm-hmm. in the wrong way. Yeah. So you gotta take take a minute and think about it and come come with love mm-hmm. to the conversation and be like, I I know this is not necessarily how you meant this, but mm-hmm. this is how that makes me feel. Right, like, right. And so at that point, y'all should be able to work through it. And if she's not receptive to that. Maybe give her some time, some space, yeah. or maybe that's not your friend. Right. But first of all, you got to communicate. Don't be sitting there and not saying what you got to say because it's just going to lead to resentment. Yeah. Yeah. And it can create a lot of tension. So in those moments to where you're feeling like, oh, she's crossing the line, try to address it right in and there. Like, hey, that was, hey, I didn't like that. You know, and it's a way to say it where if she laugh it off or like, no, I'm serious. Like, I didn't like that. I appreciate if you don't do that again. Like. That's too much. Create a motherfucking safe word. I, look, pineapples. Look, we gonna use pineapples. Not don't yet. don't tell my business. <laughs> you know, okay. I don't know. Okay. But that's what I would recommend, Asia. The main thing is communicate. Stop being scared to say what you gotta say. Mm-hmm. If that's your friend, she gonna be receptive to yeah. it. But like I said, come with love. Don't be coming to her talking crazy because right. this is gonna go Yo, left. Don't 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 uh-huh. don't do that. Uh huh. Well then, I love you. But this bothered me. Yeah. That's all you got to say. And if she not receptive to it, give her a little minute. Give her a little minute. She might need to work through it. Yeah. 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 But girl, go ahead. Use that advice. Go on. You're going to be all right. <laughs> You're going to be all right. All right. But if you would like to send in your advice letter mm-hmm. to us at Girls Who Heal, you can email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we will. All right. All right. We're gonna Let's have... do our affirmation. Yes, it's time, girls. Okay. <laughs> so this is an affirmation from the Goddess Energy Affirmation Deck. 54 affirmations to remind you that you are a goddess. Okay. Let's see what we okay. get today. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I 
release all of my negative beliefs about money. I attract wealth daily. Receive and that's a that. fact, okay? Receive that. Receive. Okay. And the link to that deck will be in our description. Yes, Lord. And um, if you're a small business and would like to advertise to our incredible community, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to support your business and share with our listeners. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And follow us on all platforms at Girls Who Heal Podcast. And follow our personal pages at Healing With Nisha. And underscore Elevating Me. We appreciate you joining us today. Until next time, keep growing and glowing. Peace.